7.15 on Sunday night. I hope I get this out to y'all by midnight. I'm trying my best. You guys don't even know it yet. But I am on, like, the very last little leg. If you can hear Chief in the background getting pushed around. Sorry, buddy. I'm on the last leg of this 3,000 or 4,000 mile road trip. I'm so whooped. <laughs> I haven't slept. So it's Sunday night. I haven't slept since Friday night, Saturday morning. I woke up. I don't know. I guess I went to bed around 2 and woke up. So 2 on Saturday morning. Woke up at like 8 o'clock. So I got 6 hours of sleep on Friday night, Saturday, Saturday morning. And then I laid in bed for a while. I got up, did a bunch of stuff, and then I got back in bed to nap for five hours or so. And I might have gotten like an hour of sleep before my show. And then I played. I played for two hours, which wasn't bad. That goes by pretty quick. And God, I was so rude. So if you were there on Saturday night, like I hoped it. I didn't come across as the rudest. If if I didn't come across as the rudest on Saturday, I definitely did on Friday, but I'll get into that. I've been home, by the way. I've been back in Vermont, if you guys don't remember, um, for a week, sober. And Saturday night, Saturday night and the moon is out. Um, if Saturday night I didn't damn... Oh, man. I should have stayed in that other lane. What was I talking... What was I talking about? That's part of the diagnosis. Um... Saturday night, being rude. Oh, I told everybody, like, the beginning of the show and at my break, I'm saying goodbye now because as soon as I'm done, I am hitting the road. I am out of here... I'm already paid. I have 30 hours of driving to make. Like, I'm out. <clears throat> See ya. Love yins. See you next time. But I was so ready. I was ready Friday. I was ready Friday to hit the road just because I felt like a sitting duck. So then, you know, Saturday night rolls around. I'm already just like, I just want to go. But I know the two hours is going to go by quick. So I have fun. I know I'm getting paid good. I enjoy it. It was a lot quieter on Saturday night, so I played Wednesday night, which was as if all hell broke loose, it felt like, for me on stage. Could not get louder, you know, over the crowd. And hopefully, you know, I just realized this is probably really loud in the background, but, you know, it's car talks. So we're just still... We're just still a shitty show, but at least I got these first three minutes in. I'm going to wait till Chief quiets down. Hopefully he cooperates the rest of the evening and I can get some more minutes in with you guys, but at least we got to start. I had three minutes of story recorded. I swear to God, I don't know. And let me go on a rampage for just a moment. Because I got on here about five minutes ago and started yapping. You guys know how I do. And I had opinions and thoughts and guess what happened? And now it's 12.08 a.m. 
Monday morning now because I had been recording, I don't know, like three or four hours ago trying to get this out by midnight and she finally like laid back down and calmed down. So I wanted to take advantage. So I got on here and started yapping away. And if I'm not three minutes into a pretty decent story, which I'm going to retell, you guys are going to hear about it, but I get a phone call and it's after midnight on Sunday. And I said this to somebody else earlier too. I don't understand this traffic that's been going on this afternoon. It's a Sunday afternoon and people have to work tomorrow. I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that people have Monday off for Thanksgiving. So, having said that, I don't understand where, the, the traffic from north of Chattanooga, literally from like Monteagle all the way to uh, like central Atlanta was so backed up. And it's not like it, it, it was six o'clock, but it's Sunday. Maybe people work on, maybe, maybe people work on Sundays after Thanksgiving now, but like, I've never heard of such a thing. So anyway, such bad traffic for 150 miles from north of Chattanooga, Tennessee, all the way to central Atlanta, like downtown. So at any rate, I get this phone call Sunday night at 12.05. And you know what happens when I get a phone call in the middle of of recording this? Like a a regular phone call? I can just hit decline and it goes back and I can like stop the segment and then continue. But guess what happens when I get a FaceTime call, which is what I actually just received. I can't do anything. My whole phone froze up. So there goes three and a half minutes, which I just made back, I guess, on explaining what just happened. But good grief. Like, who is making FaceTime phone calls at 12 o'clock on Sunday night after a holiday when people have to work tomorrow? And if you're the person that FaceTime me, I do love you. But God, dang it. I was really excited to tell the story that I'm going to have to retell now. And I hate repeating myself boy, do I hate repeating myself, but, um, so I was a little rude on Saturday after my show, because I was like, I gotta go, and I think I explained that, but Friday, I also got rude, excuse me, I've got my retainers in since I've been cruising along, I figured, I figured I might as well put them in, so I probably sound silly, but at any rate, Friday night, This person came up to me, and now if you are one of the people that I'm talking about, then, you know, just, it's a story. I'm not going to embarrass you, and it's fine. Everything's fine, but, like, we're going to have a little 5%er tonight. So, uh, I'm playing. I got a two-hour set at this place in, in my hometown. And I didn't explain this the first time I was explaining it, so I guess I'll preface now with, this is my hometown, where my parents are both born and raised. Cousins, siblings, uncles, aunts, grandparents, all born and raised. And the same thing with my friends. All of their parents and families were born and raised in that town. So I'm playing this show at this new place. I've played there before. And somebody comes up 
and request a song, which it's a pretty popular song, but I, I didn't know it and I didn't feel like learning it. Like there's some songs I can just breeze through, but I really didn't care to with this one. <clears throat> and uh, so I said, you know, whatever. And he goes, well, I can play it. And I said, I bet, dude, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I just can't, you know? And it's honestly, the stage that they constructed for this show specifically was so kind of this venue because it helps keep my teeth, my teeth straight and not chipped and crooked and all that. Um, the owners, whatever, constructed a stage. So, but it was tight. It was so small. And he's like, well, I can play it. And I was like, well, I, you know, it's tied up here, man. Like, I'm sorry. You know, next time I'll learn it. And he didn't get, like, too offended, but he kind of snickered or rolled his eyes, which is fine. Unbeknownst to me, though, his mom, or his his mom, his wife is sitting next to my mom in a booth, like, kind of sandwiched between my mom and her friends. And I've never met this person. I still don't know who these people were in relation to my parents, but I have never met them. I don't rem remember. As an adult or as a functioning human being which is from 13 and up normally i would at least remember people's faces but nope didn't have the slightest clue still don't so at any rate that's my third time saying that now won't happen again so he says that whatever snickers kind of walks off and in between songs he's kind of singing it like i can hear him above the noise of the crowd which like he's just kind of like just kind of mumbling it you know but I can hear him and then he comes up and asks again for the same song like to remind me and I said no I, I don't know man I'm sorry and he goes well I can play it I go I, I, I'm i short I'm sorry you know maybe you can teach whatever whatever I said so he goes back into the crowd well, fast forward, the end of the night, um, I get introduced, and again, I, I don't remember their names anyway, but, um, which, this whole story sounds so pretentious, but again, Fiber Center, and for the sake of the podcast, we're telling the story. So, I'm kind of still sitting there in bewilder bewilderment that, like, there's a new couple at the table that my parents had reserved for dinner. You know, there's the family, and there's this couple, and I don't know them. And he kind of kept harping about the song. And then keep harping. I'm being dramatic when I say that. He mentioned it again, to which I replied, like, no, I'm all done for the night. Like, I'm, I'm finished. You know, I got one more show tomorrow. I'll learn it by then. I even said, I even said I would learn it by the next night if he just came out to the next night. And he could jump up and play it himself if he wanted the next night. Across the street from this place. Literally a stone's throw. From the place that I was currently playing at. Whatever. So the music gets cut off. It's last call. I'm standing standing there like trying to kind of hang. But everybody was kind of drunk. And I was tired. So I was about to literally walk out the door. And the guy as his wife is still sitting beside my mother, starts singing the song a cappella and gets like two other guys to join in with him. And they don't know the words and neither does my mom who's starting to sing it, nor does 
three other people that start trying to sing along also, to which I exclaimed, you guys don't even know the words. Because I was so annoyed. And I don't know why I got so annoyed. Like, it, I could have just joined in. But then also, I would have been chastised because I knew all the words and I'm trying to hard. Oh, get your guitar back out and get back up. Because that was happening. Oh, car, get up there. Car, get back up on... Like, pull your guitar back out. We'll, uh, I'll pay you to get back up there. It's like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Mm. Pouty puss. But no, I was not working overtime. And maybe he would have tipped me more than $6 if I damn played the song. But I did not want to. Nor did I learn it for the next night. And I don't know why I have such a, like I said, like an innate just reaction to people acapellas, acapellas singing incorrectly songs that they wanted to hear but didn't. Some, something at some point in time made me really fucking hate that. So, and God, I was rude. I was rude. My mom kept being like, car, get your guitar, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I literally turned at her and I go, stop. I can't believe I said that to my mom, and I didn't even apologize. This is my apology, mom. I'm sorry. I snapped at you. I literally looked at her in front of her friends and the wife of the guy that she, my mom is encouraging me to go stand next to, and, like, she's going to record us singing a cappella together in this empty bar after last call with bartenders that were so young to me. They probably weren't, but, like, in my mind, I remember, in my mind... In my mind, I remember them pretty young. So. I, yeah, that those were my two rude moments of the weekend. And I think it's okay. As I get older, too. I don't mind being as transparent, especially with family and stuff. But I just don't think that I should feel... Well, I, eh, that's a slippery slope. I do feel required to, I do feel required to pay mind to people and to be considerate. But at the same time, I can also say, hey, you don't have to act weird. Just don't be an asshole. Don't act like an asshole. I said that to somebody too on Wednesday night. God. Yeah, I felt, I felt like, uh, just saying the words that I thought in my head this weekend at home. <laughs> but it got me so much farther than just being quiet. You know, it got me so much farther to say, hey, so-and-so. You know, you don't have to act weird toward me. You just don't have to act like an asshole. And that's somebody that's my dad's age. He's over the age of 55, I think, because his daughters are older than me. And so, yeah, and you know what happened next? He opened the door. And, like, not begrudgingly, but I begrudgingly allowed him to open the door because I'm still like, hey, just don't act weird or like an act. Words are hard. You know what I'm saying. Anyway. He's like, you're going to have to let me open the door at some point. And I said, 
All right, fine. Thanks. Just don't act like a weirdo. At any rate, I say weirdo. <laughs> I will not say at any rate again this whole podcast. Um, and I say the word weirdo loosely. The person that I'm talking about is not a weirdo. He just upset me with words one night. You ever get upset with words? And I think, too, there's a there's a special place for being upset with words, even while knowing that the words were not... The way that the words were formed in a sentence... Now, this is going to be a damn thought. The way the words were formed in the sentence was not the way the intention was meant. Was meant. <clears throat> Yeah, the way the words were formed in the sentence was not the way the intention was meant. Something like that, whatever, make it a merch shirt, who cares. Um, yeah, like, you know that the intention was pure, but the words were real, real sideways. That's always tough. Hey, Chief's been a trooper trooper today, too. God, I can't speak with these retainers anymore. Um, Chief's been a damn trooper. He's been riding along, too, this whole trip, all the way up, and now all the way back. He's sleeping like a dang rock now. He got sick on his, on our first part of the trip from Vermont to Erie, Pennsylvania. He got sick in the back seat. And if I didn't just take the seat cover and throw it. Like, call me a litter bug. Come and get me uh, Pennsylvania State Police if you can find it. But I threw a dirty dog seat cover on the side of the road and left it. was like, I don't even care. This thing cost me 100 bucks. Nope. <laughs> it belongs to the earth now. <clears throat> and I know there's going to be a couple people. Ooh, I almost just spilled all over my console. I know there's going to be a couple people that are going to say you shouldn't litter, including but not limited to my international friends, and I understand, but if you saw the mess that was made, if you could only smell the defecation, if you could only see the way she loves me, then maybe you would understand why I feel this way about our love. What I must do, yeah, if you could only see the way she looks at me when she says. When she says she loves me. I'm such a fucking lazy idiot, dude, and call me complacent. Literally shit on, shit on my messages, not on anything else, and not literally, just figuratively, like, talk shit to me about how complacent I am, because I legitimately had a box truck paid for and moved from Nashville, like, my house in Nashville, all the way to Tampa, and I left a carload's worth, like, I had a whole box truck, and I left one half a carload's worth of stuff just to make myself go that much farther out of the way today 
instead of driving 20 hours straight, I ended up driving 30. Because I'm a complacent lazy bitch. Mm. But yep, it's been a hell of a hell of a hell of a trip though. I'm glad I got to take two different routes home. Like one up to Vermont and then one back down to Tampa. Changes up the scenery and I was home for so long this time. I was honoring as hell Friday night before the show. No wonder I was so rude. I was getting stir-crazy. I'm never home for more than like 48 hours, maybe 72. And sure enough, like six whole days, I was about tore up. I said to my mom, like, I just want to hit the road. Like, I just, I feel like I, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be on the road, you know? I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way. Just stir-crazy. Like when they've got an hour to kill before they got to be somewhere. It's like, I just want to get going. Just want to go. You don't want to speed the time up. You just want to get there a little early. She got mad at me. Why would you want to do that? And not even once was she like, what are you sick of me? Like that never crossed her mind, which I'm so thankful. My parents understand that I don't, I don't get sick of them. They might get sick of me, but, but yeah, she got mad. I was like, you don't get it. Like, you're just not understanding. She's like, no, I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. And then I took her to lunch a couple days. She got all sorts of confused. It was amazing. She's real funny. She don't get out much other than just to go grocery shopping or whatever with my uncle. So we went to lunch, uh, I think Tuesday and we went, we, she came to two shows Wednesday and Friday or I'm sorry, Wednesday and Saturday she came out. She came over for a little while on Thanksgiving day, came over Friday to hang out for a little while. And then we went to lunch on Tuesday. She was so sweet. She got herself a beer and a Reuben, ate like all the French fries, but none of the sandwich. <laughs> Never meet somebody like that. And I think it's funny. Somebody at some point in time told me a long time ago that you got to eat the expensive stuff first. You got to eat the meat. You got to eat the veggies. Like the expensive stuff goes first. And she wasn't the one that told me that, but like, I always think about that. And why, why does, well, I know why she doesn't think about it now, but how do you eat so many french fries? My show Wednesday night, she ate like two full bowls of french fries, which I just, I guess, have never been that kind of a guy. I just couldn't eat that many fries. Now they were good, but, um, actually rewind maybe three years ago, I would have been able to eat as many bowls of fries as you would put in front of me. Yeah, I'm just chugging on along. There's some guy behind me high beaming me. 
and he's not high beaming me. He's putting his high beams on because we're 500 yard, 500 yards apart, or like a quarter mile apart on the interstate. And then he keeps turning them off as soon as oncoming traffic comes, you know, comes toward us. But God dang it, if it's not annoying in my rear view. But I digress. Huh. I had something else written down. <laughs> I used to get mad at my friends when they didn't like check out my new content, you know, or like they didn't like my new picture. They didn't listen, listen or post the new song, whatever. As far as this goes, I'm kind of happy about it because, um, it's a little embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's fun. We're having a good time. I'm going to hop off of here. If I think of anything else to talk about in the next couple hours, I'll, I'll hop back on. Maybe I'll be home by then. I can't wait. Oh boy. I don't know if I talked about the uh, pretend thoughts, but I think I did. And man, if I didn't have a universe saving thought the other day, I guess yesterday. And I forgot it. Like, I wrote it down. I went to write it down, rather. And literally, God took it out of my head. So I think I talked about that. But I'm still thinking about it. Still trying to remember what the thought was. And I don't know if I mentioned that the boat sank. The boat that I was living on. I wasn't living on it when it sank. But the boat that I had spent so much time on, it sank. It's Dunny. You know, and I kind of felt sad about it, but we had one last soda together just to celebrate, you know, all the the sober times that I had as a child and then to finish back with more sober times after all of the alcoholic times that I spent on that boat. It's been without you my friend how overused did, did that song get um, after it first came out you know I feel like that song really took really took off for like a whole winter of terrible things happening I think you know but maybe I'm wrong who knows? Do I take the back road or do I take the interstate? I think, I think if the, if my <clears throat> memory serves me, which it doesn't, it's diagnosed. <coughs> if my memory serves me, the interstate is closed off the direction my map is telling me to go, which is why, again, I don't trust technology. I would rather trust my damaged, <clears throat> deteriorating brain with a new navigational route to follow than to trust my mobile device that is supposed to be updated literally constantly with new routes and around traffic and 
accidents and like down to the ticky tack your car has moved you know i don't need an app to tell me that my car has relocated it didn't relocate itself sorry i don't own a tessie it didn't move itself and i don't even think teslas can move themselves so and it's still wrong it's why do things even get brought out or rolled out that don't even work other than money, right? Whatever. Not worth my time. I took the back road, obviously. It says it's going to take five minutes longer, but it's saving me 20 miles. So that's what we're doing. I had other thoughts. I wrote them down this time and didn't forget them. Let's see. How's y'all's week? Um, no, you know what? I wrote down the thing that I just described about the, uh, pretend thought. And I guess I can take it a step further because I don't think I mentioned this in the first 20 minutes. But if I did, you know, we'll just rehash it. It's fine. But, like, I consciously also, again, to take this a step further, thought that I... Carly Rogers had a universe-altering thought. Original. Never been thunk before. Now, I've had those thoughts before, but universe? Universe-altering? Get real. Who do I think I am? God, you know what would suck is having a business right where they're doing construction. Like, there's a bail bondsman that's literally surrounded by highway construction. And you can barely get to their office. Oh, that sucks. Anyway. So, yeah. My pompous ass consciously thought that God was going to give me or the universe was going to give me the uh, the bright idea to, to save it. And to alter the trajectory of humanity. And if that's what, if that's what it's boiled down to, we're fucked. And I had this thought too, let's be honest, I had this thought too. I had this thought, sorry, my brain paused. While I was driving to a new apartment, after driving myself 30 hours alone, straight, at least, I didn't even calculate exactly, but just about 30 hours straight, because from 9, I left 9 p.m., and I arrived in Tampa, so 24 hours to 9 p.m., 25, 26, 27, yeah, 30, 30 hours on the money. And I thought that I was going to save the world. Um, God said, nope, not you, ma'am. You can't keep this idea. This was meant for somebody else that you were passing by. Just took it right out of my head. I said, nope, you, you... I saw behind the curtain for a moment. Oops. Ugh. 
Well, I really wanted to get you guys something. It's just a short episode, I guess. I just could not keep Chief still. And that's the one thing I miss about him being in, uh, in training is because now he comes everywhere, everywhere with me again. And I cannot for the life of me get over his panting and his, uh, his pacing. It drives me so nuts. And maybe I'm just choosing to be irritated about it. Maybe I got to work on that. Um, I started seeing a therapist or whatever. Specialist, therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, who knows. Whatever the words are. And uh, she suggested... What was I just talking about? I don't even... I don't even remember... I guess I just wanted to tell you guys that I uh, started seeing a therapist, but there was a point to that. Who knows? Who honestly knows? I lost it. So, uh, something about oh, choosing to be choosing to be mad instead. Maybe that's where I left off. I don't know. <clears throat> but I do think that it it definitely tarnishes the the podcast not that this thing is any gem to listen to we know that we aren't even cubic zirconiums over here all right however or like the canvas i don't even know if i told y'all chief got sick i had to throw out his old seat cover uh cover oh i did talk about it because i was like i know it makes me sound damn lazy or whatever but i was not cleaning it so we got a new one, and it's even louder. It drives me insane. So I'm going to work on that. Like my therapist suggested. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, send me a message and let me know what your favorite part of your, of your Thanksgiving was. Or let me know a funny story if you celebrated Thanksgiving. I'd love to read them. <laughs>